everyone, this is Josh from Practically Christian Podcast. And before this episode plays, we wanted to take a minute and we wanted to extend our deepest condolences and sympathies to all of those who were involved in the shooting at the Madden Tournament this past Sunday in Jacksonville. It is such a tragedy and terrible and needless act of violence. Our prayers are with the families of those impacted, and I urge all lawmakers to not politicize this tragedy, but instead weep with those who weep and mourn with those who mourn. If there is anything we here at Practically Christian Podcast can do, Please, to any of you that may have been involved in this tragedy, please reach out. Please let us know if we can serve you in any way. Father God, I ask and I pray that you be with those involved. I pray that you be with the victims, with their families, Father. Father God, we pray that you pass out peace that surpasses all understanding. That, Father, we may not understand why these evil and heinous acts happen, but that, Father, it doesn't take away from the sovereignty that you have. We ask and we pray that you you provide peace and comfort and, and that the people that are suffering, Father, that they see you through this tragedy. Father God, we ask and we pray that you be with all those involved. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. Hello. We thank you so much for listening to this episode, but please don't stop there. Please share. We can't do this without your love and support, and this is the easiest way you can do both of those. Just hit share, tell a friend, tell a coworker, get someone else to listen to it. If you don't have any friends, you can always ask your mom, because that's what I do. But for more information, check us out at Scent.Church or on Facebook at Scent Church Volusia. So today's show is straight from a question we received on Facebook. Uh Uh-oh. So for those of you out there wondering, yes, it works. What was the question? I didn't ask one yet. What was the question that they asked you? I'm going to get to that. I want to stress how, hit us up with your comments. And questions. Questions, everything on Facebook. I mean, one of us is going to check it. Whether you like or dislike what we have to say or what we're doing, please feel free to let us know. <laughs> I was gonna say within reason, but within but you know reason. what? No, just let us just know. Be honest. No, it's all good. So the question was: What if somebody? Mm-hmm. What if? What if can some? Okay, I, I obviously did not read this question the right way, or I didn't type it the right way when I was doing my notes. Actually, is probably what it that is. That is why I should be checking all of your notes. What can I do if somebody is is? Do you want me to read the question? <laughs> what? There's no pictures on my notes. Oh my gosh. All right. What do you do if... If someone you know is part of a very strict, legalistic church or body of believer? Oh. All right. And that's an, that's an awesome question. It's it really is. And it, and it went with last week's legalism podcast. Okay. So... 
So we're going to get into it, and unfortunately, it's not a very simple answer. No, it's not straightforward either. Um, so a huge part of the answer depends on how you view church. If, if we are looking at what church should be, then that has only one answer. But if you were looking at church, how most practically Christians view church, Mm -hmm. the answer is going to be totally different. Oh, you ain't got nothing on that? Oops, sorry. Well, the, and I, I don't even know who asked the question, but is are they are they like talking about somebody that's close to them? Because I think the answer is going to depend on if it's someone that's close to you or if it's like your neighbor that you know. see every now and then. I don't know. I think that question, I mean, it's a loaded question because it all depends on who you're talking about. I mean, if it's your sister... Well, I'll do this. Since the practically Christian answer is shorter, we'll start with that one first. Sure. So in the short, okay, for all the practically Christians out there... Okay. You leave the church. Ah! You leave without ever having a discussion. Mm -hmm. You never have to ask anyone in leadership why they view things that way. That's right. If it's too cold, or if the music's too loud, or if they didn't play your favorite song, or... If your children didn't like the snacks in children's church, if the pastor was too funny or not, not funny, funny enough, enough, all of these and so many more reasons, the practically Christian just leaves the church. So let me ask you a question because I may have misunderstood the question. What was the question again? What should you do if somebody you know is part of a very legalistic, a very strict legalistic church? So that's... The practically Christian, you you just leave. That's what you do. I guess I'm misunderstanding. <laughs> All right. Well, let me let me keep explaining and see if it it jogs Let's something. See up if there. it intrigues me. Please continue. The problem with that is the Bible. Like the problem with taking that approach. So the advice they should give that person is no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. The advice the practically Christian would give. Or if this is someone who is practically Christian, you would just leave the church. You would go find a church that fits you. That has your type of communion bread. Your type of songs, your type of air conditioning, your type of music. Oh, you don't just leave? Okay, now are you starting to get it now? Uh, Yeah, I misunderstood. (laughs) I was like, I don't get what you're saying. Okay. You're saying if the practically Christian was at a church that they found a little too legalistic. Or a little too anything. Or a little too anything that didn't. Tickle their fancy, they could just leave. Yeah. Because that's Like if they didn't get out in time to go get lunch, or, you know, heaven forbid you had to wait with everybody else who just got out of church, because your church really should get out 15 minutes earlier. So you can get to... So you can beat the rush. At Fred's Market. But don't dare start 15 minutes earlier so we can make up for that time. Mm. So you're saying if a church changes their time... To 15 minutes earlier, that's a good opportunity to leave the church? Oh, if there's anything, for the practically Christian, if there's anything at all that you don't like about the church, what you do is you just leave. You never have a conversation. Okay, I have to You never on talk that. to anyone in leadership. I actually know of situations this has happened in. Um, the music was too long or too old. And you left? Not me. <laughs> um, the music was too fast and too contemporary. The children's church was not the right curriculum. Um, 
dear, I mean, and this I, isn't the, the whole scene. See, see I mean, and I, I started with whoo. this because it was the shorter answer. I could because the problem against that is the Bible. So right. if you're one of the Christians out here that we go, oh yeah, we we follow the Bible, we read the Bible, like we we actually live as much as possible hmm. for the Bible and what the Bible says. That's the problem with that. That for anyone who is still listening. So you're saying you can't church hop and consider yourself part of a local body? No. Mm. So in Matthew 18, we see how we should handle all issues. All issues. Within the church. Mm -hmm. So the first place we go is to the person who offended them and we talk to them. Okay. We don't go to everyone else. We don't gossip about them. We go to them and we have this thing. It's called a conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, I know this is lost on our generation because we are not very quick to have conversations with people. Right. Well, I'm not. I am. Because I am a true millennial and you are not. It's actually got me in a little bit of hot water before when I said, did I do something to upset you? And yep, (laughs) this can be awkward. It can be messy. Mm Mm-hmm. But this is our first step. We go talk to that person. Now, if that doesn't work, or if it doesn't have the desired outcome, then we get two or three people involved with us. So we go to that person. Now, really quick, let me explain this too, because I think this is very important. Okay. So the words used in the Greek... In this verse where it says get, you know, go with two or three and have a witness. Right. Okay. The words in the Greek, um, they don't translate into go ambush someone with a mob of people. Huh. I'm, I'm just throwing That's that out there. actually happened to me before. If you spent any time in church, I'm sure you could write us on Facebook with it's a story about like, it. It's almost like, I consider it like a bullying tactic. It's exactly what it under is. Under biblic- the guise of biblical covering. It's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what it's talking about. What it means is find others who may be more mature mm-hmm. than you are. So you should seek guidance from believers that are more mature. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That would be a good thing to do. Okay. Um, who can help talk through the issue? Who can, who can use the Bible a little bit? Maybe, maybe they're a little more fluent in the Bible than you are. Have a little more understanding. And right. And, and maybe they can help you walk through this. See, the thing about blind spots mm. is if we could see our blind spots... We wouldn't have any. They wouldn't be called blind spots. Right. And what this means is sometimes we have a very skewed vision of what the gospel says. And this is why it's so important to get together with other more mature brothers and sisters and get them involved if we can't do it alone. Right. There's nothing wrong with this. This is... The, it, the reason this doesn't happen is because of pride. Mm. It's because at that point I have to say, okay, maybe I don't know as much as I thought I did. Right. That I have to go ask someone else. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, it does. But that's the second step. And if it still doesn't work, then it's time to get the elders and the leadership involved. But I think people have a hard time with that because they don't want... I don't want the drama. I'd rather just leave. Well, and here's the thing, and I'm glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. Because the Bible says if they still don't listen, at this point, in front of the whole church, you treat them as an unbeliever. Right. So, So at this point, 
You've already tried to talk to them. You've mm-hmm. already went with more mature brothers or sisters. Now you're getting leadership or elders involved in it. Right. So at this point, what, what's happening is, is they've had plenty of chances. Right. You know, and, and, and as an elder, I'm not just going to go to someone and be like, Hey, so-and-so said yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, if that's the way I'm handling it, then you know then you, you need a, to, yeah. Right. Then you need to go to the head lead pastor. Ouch. Somebody. Ouch. Way to pull titles out. What I'm saying is yes, you go you to the do next need to, person yes. that's more mature. Whether it's an elder board right. or a leader pa- a lead pastor or... <laughs> leader pastor. <laughs> leader pastor. Um, but yeah, at that point, you do need to even go above and beyond. Um, but this means that they could not consider themselves part of that body of believers anymore. Right. So at this point, the situation is out of your hands, and now it's up to God to work on the individual. Right. Because you're not going to change somebody's heart. Now, most people would say, what if my problem is with the leadership of the church? Uh, Which, in in this scenario, you know, you're talking about a very legalistic part of the church. Um, just because someone has a title does not mean that they should not be held accountable. Right. In fact, according to James 3, mm. teachers, elders, mm-hmm. will be judged more strictly. Mm. And according to 1 Timothy 3, leaders in the church should be above reproach. I literally had this conversation today at work. Kind of. Not at work. It was after work, but... So how do we use this information at a legalistic church or body of believers the same exact way? And, and I say that because, again, we, we if we're using something other than scripture, then what, what are we basing it on? Like, you, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So it comes in that we discuss things. We talk about things. We, we go it, to others and, and say, why do we do the things that we do? There's nothing wrong with that. And if the leadership at your church isn't open to you coming to them and going, hey, I'm just curious, why do we do this this way? If they can't explain it, then there's probably bigger problems there. In the day and age that we live in, too often people want to rage on on Facebook <laughs> or Instagram or Twitter. You mean like typing in all caps? <laughs> typing in all caps with an exclamation point and then blocking whoever doesn't like what they have to say. Well, and, and Pastor Dan talks about this a lot. Like when you get on social media, understand it's an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. Like the people who agree with you are going to praise you and the people who don't agree with you, they're not reading your post and going, oh, wow, now I see the light. Like And again, that's why Matthew 18 is there, because our first response shouldn't be, let me go to social media and just blast everybody at this church. Right. You know, a couple of podcasts ago, we, we did the Stop Hating podcast, and, and it was the same thing. And I just have to say, if you are someone who does anything that might even be looked at or considered um, a mentor or leadership or ministerial role that people might look up to please please take into account that you have believers that are less mature than you are supposed to be you you cannot leave an example like that for people to think that that's okay to behave like that it's not 
It's never okay. So, like I tell, I say often, people who know me, I say, get yourself together. Gather your thoughts, think about what you want to say, and go literally have a conversation in person with someone. Right, and, and like you said, if you're not comfortable, find someone else to go with you. Right. Okay, but not as, oh, I have backup and now we're going to ambush, but now, okay, I have backup. Now, and again, you know, going back to this, this legalistic thing, you know, if we do get to the point that we realize the church we are part of is not following scripture. Right. And I cannot stress this enough. The church is not following scripture. Right. Then we prayfully, prayerfully, sorry, prayerfully decide if it is time to join another body of believers. Okay. Now I'm going to talk about this for a second because I, I, again, I can't focus on this enough. The only reason you should be sitting here going, I am debating leaving this body of believers, this Mm -hmm. ecclesia, this church. Right. Is because it is not following scripture. Right. Not, I don't like the way the pastor preaches. Not, I don't like the worship. Right. Not, this kid looked at me dirty. Or looked at my kid dirty. Not, like, not, they don't have good snacks. Or... This other church has a better children's program or this or that. Like, guys, we're not shopping at Walmart. Like, that's what we've turned this into. That being said, if we're so legalistic that we're following the traditions of man and throwing out the commandments of God, well, Jesus says we'll die in those traditions. So I'm not saying that there aren't biblical reasons to leave a body of believers. Right. You know, we're, we're church planners. That is a reason to leave a body of believers because you're being sent out to start another local body of believers. Right. To reach the lost in a different area. That's a good reason to leave a church. A bad reason to leave the church is so-and-so looked at me dirty. So if the church is ultra-legalistic and they're not following scripture then yes, it's time to start praying. It's time to start seeking counsel. It's time to start going, is this where God has me worshiping? Right. But you should have taken all these other steps that we talked about in Matthew. Like you should have had conversations before this. And if you're not sure, write down what you're going to do. Write a list. I need to do this and this and this. And, you know, make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. Right. And be plugged in. And be adult about it. You That's know, hard sometimes. Adulting is very hard. Adulting is hard. Because you got to pay bills and you got to go to work and you got to like stay up late and wash it. Like seriously, I remember growing up and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Oh boy. But like I used to get so mad that I had to go to bed and my parents got to stay up. I'm jealous now, now that the kids get that, to go to sleep That's what I, I was do. just thinking. I was like, you know, at 8.30 when, when the girls are going to bed, I'm like. You know, it'd be really nice to already be bathed <laughs> and heading to bed right now. Yep. But I digress. Again, the only reason in this in this example, the only reason to leave that body of believers is if you could point to places in Scripture where you can go, okay, you are not following Scripture, and then you've sat down, you've had the conversations with all the people you need to have the conversations with. Right. 
We should not do this lightly, and we should have biblical testimony backing our decisions. This should not be, I'm just not being fed, or I just don't click here. If you're not being fed, maybe your mouth's not open. Maybe you're not hungry. Ooh, I like that. Okay. That's tweetable. And it Hashtag was Debbie. Pa- practically Christian. Love is a verb. Hashtag before that. <laughs> because church is not a place. It's a people. Right. Sometimes, just like every other relationship in our life, we may be the problem. If everywhere you go, you have the same problem, whether it's church or a group of friends or your kid's school, I promise you, it is not everybody else all the time. Now, I'm not naive. There are churches out here that are chasing the commandments of man and not God. Yep. These are called heretical. And that simply means they're not following scripture. Even if they have good music and snacks. If this is the case. Oh, yeah, you could feel awesome at these. (laughs) You know, all those, hey, here's 10 steps to a better version of a broken sinner. Yeah, because if someone's making you a better version of yourself, oh, don't walk away from the church. Run as fast as you can. And if this is the case, I we do. We encourage you to find a, a body of believers locally that you're going to be plugged into that is following Scripture. And this is why at Scent Church, we preach so much about being rooted in Scripture because that's never changing, unlike our feelings. Right. Our feelings change constantly Yep. because your heart is deceitful and wicked above all things. Who can trust it? Nobody. Bible says that. So I hope this answered your question, but if it didn't, let us know and we'll explore even more from this topic. But until next week, I challenge you to go deeper into why you believe what you believe. Ooh, yes. Don't just claim to believe, but like Pastor Dan preached this week, eat Jesus's flesh and drink his blood. And if you don't know what that, if that sounds eerie or you don't really understand what it means, I encourage you, you can go listen to the whole sermon at sent.church under the sermons tab. And while you're there, check out everything else. Yep. So as always, we love you and we love can't wait to talk to you again. Bye. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.